This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Hey, welcome back here to Real Presence Live. I am your host, Karen Gibbs, along with my now new co-host, Father Mark Horn. You know, this is a good way to baptize a new co-host. Well, uh, I've, I've been on here before, so this is, is my first rodeo. Well, co-hosting Real Presence Live it is. Okay, all right. Whatever. So, we are, and it is very different from the live drive. Okay. Less energy, more actual time to talk. Okay. Same people listening, though. Same people, I hope. <laughs> same people listening. Well, we have a special topic today. We're going to be talking about spiritual fatherhood. But mm. before we get into our topic of conversation, can you just tell us a little bit about yourself, Father? Yeah, sure. Um, so I am uh, homegrown from the Rapid City Diocese, but from on the east part of, this, of, of our diocese, closer to the Missouri River. Uh, Burke, South Dakota is my uh, mm-hmm. hometown. Uh, grew up on a farm and ranch there. Uh, son of Clark and Mary Horn. Um, four other siblings, three sisters and a brother. Uh, so grew up on, on a farm, loving ranch life, farm life, everything natural. Um, Sports, uh, involved with sports growing up, and um, then uh, went to college for two years at South Dakota State University. I did not finish my degree, but I started a degree in civil engineering there. I did two years there before I finally, uh, I guess, basically quit running from the call to the priesthood. Um, Had a great time there. I made a lot of friends, uh, many of whom I'm still uh, kind of lifelong friends with. uh, but that's when I discovered my vocation was not to marriage, as I thought it was, and uh, I needed to discern the priesthood. And so uh, that led me then into the seminary, and then basically seven years later, 2015, ordained a priest. Um, my first assignment as a priest uh, was in Spearfish, Belfouche, Newell, with Monsignor Wooster out there in the west part of our state. Yeah, he was on earlier. Oh, was he? Great. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, had, had a great first year there, and then uh, I had started a degree in canon law there uh, in, when I was in, in, in Rome in, in, uh, for theology. Uh, then Bishop Gruss, uh, after my first year of priesthood, sent me back to finish that. I had two more years to finish up, so I spent my second and third year of priesthood uh, finishing a canon law, a license in canon law, and then I came back so that I could help in our marriage tribunal was the mm-hmm. main purpose of that. Uh, so then I came back and then uh, made a pastor right away, uh, my fourth year of priesthood, um, of St. Rosalima Catholic Church in, in uh, Hill City, and then uh, Our Lady of Mount Carmel in Keystone, so I can legitimately call myself the pastor of Mount Rushmore, because it awesome. is within my parish boundaries. Right, right. <laughs> and then in, in addition to that, also uh, work at the Marriage Tribunal. Uh, I, I'm a judge and a auditor, so I help with uh, with the work of annulments. And then I also, in addition to that, I uh, Bishop asked me to learn some Spanish, so I I did that. And so I am basically the chaplain of Hispanic ministry in our diocese. So I I do uh, Spanish mass every Saturday night in Hill City, uh, and and a Sunday Spanish mass uh, 1:30 at Blessed Sacrament uh, here in Rapid City. So. Do a lot of running, uh, but it's it's a full life. It's awesome. So one of the things that um, you shared is you ran away from the priesthood, you know, from the call to the priesthood. You I were, was running, yes. Yes, you were. <laughs> seri- and that, I think, is um, 
can be a common theme with some men who, right, right. you know, it's nothing, nothing to be like, oh, I was the oddball. You know, it's, it's definitely one of those things. But now that you're in the priesthood and now that you've had all these years of first education mm -hmm. and then, of course, the extra grace that comes with the sacrament of the priesthood mm -hmm. and your experience both in the tribunal and in a parish mm -hmm. life setting. You're obviously not running anymore. You're embracing your vocation to the priesthood. Correct, yes. So yeah. what do you love? Now that you are embracing it, what do you love about being a priest? Well, the first thing that drew me to the priesthood is that I get to be with the one who loves me the most and that I love the most is Jesus. And uh, in, in the special way that he has invited me to follow him. So, I mean, that's, that's always the, the, the core is that... Um, I am where he is and where he wants me to be. But then he's also uh, helped me to discover uh, what he loves is, is his body, the, the church, his bride. Uh, so I really am um, continually growing in this relationship of, of love uh, with, with the church and so really uh, my spiritual children, the, my, my parishioners, all, all the people that God puts into my life. Um, so what do I love? I, yeah, I love it all. <laughs> it's... Yeah. Um, sharing it is grace, and uh, you know, uh, I, I I know today our our topic is is spiritual fatherhood, and uh, it's kind of reflecting on that uh, last last few days in my own experience of spiritual fatherhood. Um, definitely, it, it, I I experience um, what I, I never what I always wanted to be. Uh, obviously, uh, I, I wanted to be a, a spouse and a father one day, but uh, experiencing it in a, in a new way in this call to the, the priesthood. Um, so, um, yeah, <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's an amazing ride. So one, one of the things that I think um, is extremely beneficial from a, a wife and a mother point standpoint mm -hmm. is having that priest as a, a level-headed opinion about how the work you you should help your children through the world mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and raise your children and the, and the instruction that you gain from the pulpit every Sunday but also the personal one-on-one -on -one conversations that you have with your parish priest I would think that would be one of those things that you would love was to be connecting with those people who you know the child of God part of them and saying yes God the Father loves you yes Jesus Christ died for you yes the Holy Spirit is present right here inspiring you you know all you have to do is say I'm ready <laughs> and, and I really think that that, that is a, a beautiful thing. But I also know that this, there are struggles that come with being a priest. Because there are struggles that come with being a father and right, with right. a mother and with a husband and with a wife. So there's the struggles that come. And it, as one of the things that um, I know our, our diocese is really pushed is spiritual motherhood. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I thank you all those spiritual mothers out there who are praying for us, seminarians and priests. We, I appreciate those. We need those prayers. Right. So when you say spiritual fatherhood, yeah. how is that similar to spiritual motherhood? Do okay. they have any spirit similarities between yeah. the two? So, yeah, um, maybe uh, to kind of back up a little bit, uh, what is it, you know, um, in, in, in reflecting on this, you know, I had asked, asked myself, okay, what does it mean to, me to be a, a father? A spiritual father. Oh, to be, be, to be a, a father, father or, okay. or mother in general. Uh, so, um, all uh, parenthood, uh, <laughs> uh, fatherhood, takes its origin from, from God. That's, that's, that's one of the first things I, I think it's just helpful to back up to, is that even though uh, in time we... Uh, we our experience comes first from our actual biological parents, or, bio, or well, well the, the people who raise us, the human uh, parents. Um, 
nonetheless, true fatherhood, true parenthood uh, comes from God. He is the, uh, the, the author? theological terms, the primary analogous, the, the oh. author. Yes, he's the one who created all this. It all comes from him. So if I want to know what it, what does it mean to be the perfect father or perfect mm. parent, I, I need to look, look, look to God first. Um, and then, then, of course, it raises the next question. Well, how do I see the father? Uh, which then leads, leads us really to to Christ. Uh, it's it's in Christ that He says that if you've seen whoever sees Me has seen the Father. That, that there's no there's no way to the Father except through Me. Uh, whoever sees the Son. So we really have to look to, to Jesus because He receives His whole sonship, His whole identity, His life from the Father. All He has comes from Him, and so uh, because of He He's so receptive of that, He can actually show that love. In his own life, and as he did in in in, in his life and his words and deeds. So um, we can find that in the Bible. Well, uh, I'm, I'm I'm getting there. Okay, <laughs> I was just where where we can find where this where Jesus you know was right shows us who the Father is. So really, yeah, exactly. Looking at his whole life, looking at the gospel. Uh, that, that you know, when the apostles came to him and said, "Show us the Father," he's like, "Have you been with me so long, <laughs> and you still don't know me?" Like whoever whoever sees me sees the Father. Pointing us to pay attention, and really, we need to meditate on on the life of Christ, uh, on His words, how He lives, how He loves, how He treats people, and what He reveals. Um, in a special way, um, I, I think the parable of the prodigal son, where we see the mm-hmm. Father there. Um, you know, Pope Benedict XVI in his book, the, uh, Jesus of Nazareth, he talks about how uh, he raises the question. Okay, so in the parable of the prodigal son, you have the two sons. Okay, that's kind of symbolic of humanity fallen we don't really under we we need we need to pay closer attention to who god is um but he asked the question well where's the son because we have the father in the story you know the father who who welcomes the prodigal son back but also has to uh, talk with the older son um where's the where's jesus the son in this parable and the basic answer is because jesus and the father are so closely united and jesus receives everything from the father we we see the fatherhood of, of God the Father uh, in the Son there, together with the the, the Father in in the parable. Um, so, I guess all, all coming back to the the same point that uh, when we look at the life of Jesus, we we see what it means to be a true uh, parent. Uh, uh, and and so, um, which then kind of leads me back to okay, so what what does it take to be a parent? What does it take to be a mother or father? And basically. From what I can see, it it comes down to two elements, and we all live live them a, a little bit differently. But number one, to give life, mm-hmm. okay, in some some ways, shape or, or fashion, we give life. Uh, but then also, you have to love that life that you give, and you have to nurture it, you have to care for it, you have to raise it, you have to defend it. So those two elements, giving life and then loving, nurturing, caring, and defending that that essentially makes. And then and from there, we can then talk about uh, different kinds of. Uh, mother or, or father, you know, obviously biological. Right, that <laughs> one's easy. We all know that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then also, when we look at adoptive mm-hmm. fathers and mothers, you know, they're not less of a father or mother. No. Th- now, the, the the difference is that they didn't biologically uh, uh, procreate that that life, um, but still, they are giving life in many different ways. Uh, they are they're nurturing, caring for, defending, loving that life, uh, w- wanting that life to become the fullness, the fullness of who whoever he or she, God made um, them to be. Um, so I, I think right there, looking at, you know, starting with God the Father, through Jesus Christ, uh, as, as, as the model, uh, and that all parents give life, 
and nurture it. From there, then you can start talking about, uh, now, what does it mean to be a spiritual father or mother? And really, the, the emphasis there is on, on the word spirit. It, it's, again, not less of a father or mother than uh, biologically, but um, it's, the emphasis is on the work of the Holy Spirit in giving supernatural life, and then also nourishing, nourishing, caring for, loving, and defending that supernatural life of the Holy Spirit within within the, the the soul of the person that is your spiritual child. Well, that is absolutely beautiful. So we will after our break, we'll come back and we'll talk more, dive deeper into why what it means to be a spiritual father and how that may be the practical aspects of some of that. So stay tuned with us here on Real Presence Live. We will be right back. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. Rose Management is a family-owned business that believes in good morals, doing the right thing, and treating our residents as family. Rose Management provides affordable housing to complexes throughout North Dakota and Minnesota. All Rose Management properties and our maintenance staff are in a centralized location in their cities. If you have any questions, you can call 701-237-6840 or online at rosemanagement.net. Again, that number is 701-237-6840. I think it's my two favorite programs, the Journey Home, just because I love stories, and I love stories of faith, and so almost always delightful to listen to. And then Alcrest in the Afternoon is my second favorite. Um, he has so many book reviews, and I love to read, and, you know, so many books, so little time, but I love uh, the people that he interviews, and, yeah, so those are my two favorites. Yep. I, I would agree. I, I really like uh, listening to the program Returning Home, but as Sean mentioned, I have a very early adoration hour, so I, I always listen to Mother Angelica and the, and, and the Holy Rosary on the way at 3.30 a.m., and, and then I and then usually, my at least in the, in the summertime, my routine is then headed out and run through a bunch of cows and whatnot, so I usually listen to, to Morning Glory and the Sunrise Morning Show and get all kinds of fun tidbits and some news, and, and it's really refreshing and enjoyable thing, something I look forward to when I step out of the church. The Mustard Seed Catholic Store is South Dakota's place to purchase Catholic books, gifts, and decor. With locations in Rapid City and Sioux Falls, we are here to provide you with gifts for the Catholic occasions in your life. From baptism to First Communion, confirmation to weddings, and ordinations, we pride ourselves in having local artists share their creative talents, making rosaries, crucifixes, artwork, coffee, and books. We are located in Rapid City on Main Street, in the new Diocesan Building, or in Sioux Falls on Grange Avenue across from Costco. Hey guys, welcome back to Real Presence Live. We are in the tail end of our last segment for today. We are talking about spiritual fatherhood with Father Mark Horn, who is a phenomenal priest here in the Rapid City Diocese, a huge supporter of Real Presence Radio and a top-notch guy just in general. Well, thank you, Karen. <laughs> I, I just thought maybe... You're very it's... kind to me on air. <laughs> well, you know how it goes. <laughs> oh, so, well, spiritual fatherhood. Right. So, uh, the... so we are talking about, to recap for those that just turned in in right. us, 
you want to recap what you were mentioning? Yeah, just kind of a recap, you know, uh, kind of organizing my thoughts on what does it mean to be a spiritual father or even a spiritual mother for that matter. You know, all parenthood comes from God. Uh, he is the source of all life. And uh, all parenthood, all fatherhood, motherhood, really, uh, if, if we break it down into its basic elements, is giving life, uh, but then also caring for, loving, nourishing, uh, nurturing, and defending that life. Uh, and then, you know, I, I talked about, you know, there's different kinds of ways of doing that. Um, not one less than the other, just simply different. There's biological, there's adoptive. Uh, and then what we're talking about is, is the spiritual, which is... Uh, giving and nourishing that supernatural life. So uh, obviously presupposing the, the natural life that God gives uh, through our biological parents. But then uh, then taking it the next step, you know, we're meant for eternity. And so those spiritual uh, mothers and fathers that uh, continue to, to give that life and, and nourish it. Now, for a priest, in a special way, you know, because I'm just reflecting on my own experience of being a, a father. Everyone calls me father, uh, for, for one thing. Um, and so I... Oftentimes I'm like, okay, am I really being a father? Am, am I really? Uh, do I do I deserve that term? You know, when I look at my dad, you know, and all the all he put up with me, and and, and, uh, and it, you know, one of the best men I know, uh, who obviously gave me life, but but did a stellar job. I, I wouldn't trade my upbringing for for anything. I'm, tr- uh, but um, I, I look at how. Um, I treat my spiritual children, my parishioners, anyone really who comes to me at, at all for for the sacraments, for for counseling, for advice, for teaching. Um, I see that I'm actually, you know, from my experience, uh, even though I, I'm giving something different than my than necessarily what my father gave me, um, I'm modeling it off of a lot of what I learned from from him. Um, so uh, I guess just how. To answer the question, then how how does a priest, a spiritual father, how how am I giving and nourishing supernatural life? Well, obviously the the sacraments. Are, I was thinking are, baptism, you're giving spiritual life right off the, the bat. Is the beginning exactly? Yeah. Yep, you know there the sac, uh, baptism is the doorway into the body of Christ, the life of Christ that makes us a new creation, uh, makes us a son or daughter of God in the only Son Jesus Christ. Uh, so that I mean, obviously, in, in even there, you know, I I, I still feel unworthy because it's like yes okay i'm doing it i i'm i'm saying the words i'm pouring the water or i'm dunking or whatever the case may be uh in 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 the sacrament of of confession of the eucharist whatever sacrament i'm celebrating okay yes god is using my hands my words uh uh but it's i at the same time i know i'm not the true source of this uh and even there i i think that there's an an analogy with uh with uh biological parenthood because the the parents yes they provide the dna they provide the material but they're not given the soul no you know god god is infusing the soul the unrepeatable soul in, into this person's life and so even there that the, they are cooperating they're not the the true source of life but anyways you know uh in, in my priesthood through the sacraments um i'm allowing god to use me and i'm i'm giving this supernatural life uh begin as you said beginning with baptism Continuing with confirmation, finding full initiation with the Eucharist, which is my greatest privilege, is mm-hmm. uh, giving you uh, more of the, the, the sacrament that makes you more of who you're meant to be, the body of Christ. You, you become who you receive, uh, but it's through my words and, and through my, my, my work, my hands, that we have that life. Um, and but and then, this goes through all the ages. It starts maybe with the baby 
being baptized with a, a young school-aged child receiving their first Holy Communion, re- going to confession for the first time, mm-hmm. um, maybe middle school or high school receiving confirmation, and then the young adults getting married, mm-hmm. and then all the way to the end of their life exactly. with the uh, anointing of the sick or some some other ministering as they're dying, yeah. preparing them to to meet our Lord in, in the greatest maybe way that is possible you know like a saint joseph you know i would pray yes. saint joseph please yes. please give me a good holy death you know pray for me for that sure and those are i mean so it's not just for those that you you know not just for a small group that the spiritual fatherhood is applies to but it's for the entire church right exactly yep and um and just kind of re- reflecting on uh my experience of that you know th- there's there's certain times where it, it becomes more tangible for, mm-hmm. for me as a priest. And I, I would say uh, the, the times when that became more tangible, um, many times in the Sacrament of Reconciliation, uh, mm. that's when it, it's like, so a, a soul is dead through whatever sin. Uh, and we're all sinners, and, and we need the Sacrament of Reconciliation all uh, from time to time in our life. Um, but then you see all of a sudden this, this, the new life come. You know, they, 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 they part with the old dead way of living, a sinful way of living, mm-hmm. and they they want uh, this new life, and then through my words, uh, Jesus literally resurrects their soul from spiritual death. Uh, and, and I and I and then giving words of encouragement then to them, and I, mm-hmm. I feel that's when I feel uh, that one of the, the times I feel very fatherly, simultaneously giving life and then nourishing and just encouraging and building up. Which I would think would come from the experiences with your own father. Oh my goodness, yes. You know, <laughs> you know, my dad held us accountable to our actions, but at the same time, we always knew we are loved. We and are it's loved. It, beyond what I've done. Yeah. For who I am. Right. Well, how can the laity support their spiritual fathers? Because we're obviously in receiving so much from you. How? Well, how can we support you? First of all, through your prayers, uh, and I, I know that maybe sounds cliche, but but seriously, praying for your priest by name, and if if you know what oh, your by pri- name, wonderful. If, if you know what your priest needs, pray for that. But otherwise, just offer to God whatever Father needs. Make him a saint. Make him mm-hmm. holy. Uh, that is so necessary. It, it, it's, it's, it, and what it also does, it, it gets away from na- uh, naysaying, <laughs> <laughs> because that's that can be easy to do too as well. Um, and then uh, just getting to know your priests. I, <laughs> that's what I want to do. I, I want to spend time with my kids. Yeah. I want to get to know them. I want to know their, their joys, their sorrows. Invitation to supper? Yes, please. Invite your priest out. If he doesn't respond, don't give up. Ask again. <laughs> be, okay. be persistent. That, that's good. Glad to know. <laughs> yes. Um, pray. Uh, get to know him. Sacrifices? By all means, yeah, that, yeah. I, I guess I, that's I was considering that part of prayer, but yes, uh, your penances, especially on Fridays. Um. I would think also supporting your church, supporting your local parish, is a way in which you can support your spiritual father because it takes lifts the burden off of his shoulders of trying to pay the bills. Yes, yes, oh, for, yeah, for, for sure, uh, monetarily, but also uh, offering your your time. My dad loved it when we all pitched in, help mom. Oh yeah. Uh, I appreciate when everyone else. Ha- Pitch, pitches in and helps the uh, mother church as well. <laughs> your time, your talent, and your treasure. Exactly. And support of your priests. Well, what a great conversation we've had. I'd love to have you come back and talk more about spiritual fatherhood, maybe some practical applications of how, how as we can support, you know, what that looks like and, and maybe even dive into um, what 
gifts that come from this, the grace aspect of a spiritual fatherhood, a spiritual motherhood, and, and the laity playing in with this as we rely on each other. Mm -hmm. There's a reason why we're called the communion of saints, not off on our own mm -hmm. saints. So great. it would yep. be great to have another conversation. But right now we have to go to Eli because okay. Eli has important things to say about next week's show. Very good. Oh, I suppose so. It's been a great show today, Karen. You guys have had good, good conversations. A lot of stuff about Newman Centers, which is good. It's uh, it's good to to bring really bring the awareness of what Newman Centers do, and especially for areas that don't have Newman Centers, so they can figure out like, oh, this is something great. Maybe we should figure out how to get how to get one going here. You know. Uh, otherwise, yeah. we've got another great show coming up on Monday morning, nine to eleven a.m. Central, right here on the Real Presence Radio Network. That'll be hosted by Matt Wilkham and Father Jason Kern, coming to you from the Pastoral Center in Winona, Minnesota. They'll start off the show with Father Stephen Jones of the Diocese of Sioux Falls. He'll tell us what charisms are, then hear who won the donuts on this week's Honor Our Fathers. Plus, Father Jacob Modiker of the Society of Jesus will join us from the Diocese of Sioux Falls, talking about meeting God in the silence. All that and so much more is coming up on the next Real Presence Live. That'll be Monday morning, 9 to 11 a.m. Central, right here on the Real Presence Radio Network. Or, of course, you can stream that online at realpresenceradio.com. Right back to you. All right. Well, it was a great show. Um, we have had such a blessing here in the Rapid City Diocese with our our laity, our, you know, the parishes, our, our new bishop, who probably isn't considered new anymore, but I still consider him new, with our priests, with all of the support that we gain. But, Father, do you, on this, you have just a few minutes, number one most important point that the people, our listeners, can take away and make their day better today. Make their day better today. Oh, wow. You didn't prepare me for that one. <laughs> <laughs> Curveball. Did you catch it or are you throwing it back? Um, keep your eyes fixed upon Christ right now in all these crazy times. Uh, that's been the image that's helped me the most in, in all of, you know, with our uncertainties with the politics and media. And uh, it's easy to get focused on the wind and the waves and we start sinking and we start, uh, really start uh, giving in to the devil's temptations to tear each other apart. Keep your eyes upon Christ and that will unite us together. And that will uh, keep us in, in touch with reality uh, where he's leading us. That's beautiful. One of my favorite quotes is from a, uh, Blessed Sebastian Valfrey. And it says, don't tell God enough. Say, I am ready. Beautiful. Amen. So be ready today. Look upon Christ and know that you are in our prayers. Thank you. And we will see you again soon. This has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast anytime of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence Radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence Live, local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.